0: Oh, me, oh, my, look at that fish! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk podcast. This is your host, Josh Shrinko.
1: Here in the car with my my boys, Christian Vaughn and Derek Burton. What's up, boys? Hello, hello. Hi, this will probably be the first and last time you ever hear from me, so it was nice talking to you. See you, bye.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're not letting you get off the hook there, Derek. Uh, We're on our way back um, in usual form trying to record the last hour of the drive. We've been in the car for a total of 18 hours. (laughs) Had with each other for (laughs) 72 hours at least. Yeah, three full days of fishing. And we like literally wait till the last minute to do this, but, um, you know, we're driving back from Pennsylvania. We got, uh, done fishing the, kind of the Susquehanna system of rivers out there with Mr. Randy Long, who so graciously, graciously hosted us, showed us the ropes out there. Um, you know, got a, you know, that's a pretty freaking good trip. Um, so boys, I'm gonna ask you a question. If you could rate this trip in comparison to all the other destination smallmouth trips that you've done over the years on a scale from zero to ten what number would you give it well at this point in my life taking fishing trips is really about (laughs)
2: learning something it's not just about raw numbers it's about whether I could actually learn something on the trip you know and so for that reason I'm gonna go I'm gonna give it an eight and a half it was a great trip. I mean, don't get me wrong. At, like, at various points throughout this trip, each one of us smashed it. I mean, just absolutely smashed it. We caught good fish. It was a great fishing trip. But overall, I think it was great because we caught great fish and we learned a lot, a ton. Um, you know, Randy put us up in a, you know, put us in the spots. He put us on him. He, he's super, super dialed in. Um, so yeah, it was it was awesome, man. Eight and a half,
1: probably maybe nine out of ten. Derek, I mean, look, guys, if I'm being completely honest, hindsight being 2020, hanging out with two of my best buds, meeting a new guy who's an absolute hammer on the river, awesome jet boat, just an overall nice guy. I'd have to probably give it. I mean, an eight and a half. Oh, wow. And that's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. Never have I ever deviated from that. That's
0: rare air. Eight and a half, baby. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, honestly, at this point in my life, I really feel like I, I don't really measure fishing trips. You know, by how many fish you catch, I, it's really more about the experiences and if you learn something. Yeah. So, you know, I came away from this trip really learning a lot of stuff and honestly saw some really cool things. So, you know, I would give it. I would probably be with Chris and Derek both eight eight to nine somewhere in that range. I think there was a couple days that were like one day for me in particular it was closer to ten and then had it. We had a little bit of a problem on one of the days. Oh, here we go. <laughs> where, <laughs> where we were. <laughs> we had a little problem. We get a little bit of um, boat envy, <laughs> fish envy going on, and uh, we had to we had to deal with some some little kicking and screaming. There was nothing was thrown, but it was very close. <laughs> what was our setup? Well, all, yeah, I know. We're gonna go through that, but yeah, I. I other than the sour day, <laughs> I would I would say that it was a solid eight and a half. Um. But okay, well, Chris well I mean, let's. Josh kind of
2: threw a fit on one of the days. <laughs> of her. I mean, Josh and I were fishing together. Um it was okay so we'll just set it up so there was a day that we were out there and uh well both two of the days we were out there there were like in the evening they had just like a prolific mayfly hatch i mean this thing was like it was crazy like mayflies everywhere like you're choking on and they're getting in your face whatever and the smallmouth just thousands and thousands of smallmouth. you could see him rising up and sipping bugs like all over the place like you typically see like a like a trout eating like trichos or a big mayfly hatch. They were they looked like trout the way they were eating. They just coming up sipping little mayflies off the surface. So, you know, we were catching we caught a few like first, on no, It was the second day when
0: they were.
2: Though the first the first day they did it as well. Yeah, I know. So we so we ended up uh, the first day we caught a couple on top water and then like on uh, on flies or whatever. I caught a 19 and a half on the fly rod on a popper and then, you know, we caught uh, Josh caught a 20-incher on a gizmo in that setting. And then we caught, you know, Derek caught a few nice ones. But it was it was hard. Jo- Derek caught us uh, like a 17 and a half on the fly. Uh, but it, but they were still super, super picky. And, like, every fish we caught would just be completely stuffed to the brim with mayflies. I mean, they were all just, you know, but, but very, very picky fish. So then the next day, kind of the same setup in the evening, uh, fish were were just eating on top constantly so derek was fishing with randy and they just absolutely slaughtered josh and i i mean like what do you think they outfish us? like what four to one five to one
0: oh, it wasn't, no it wasn't
2: that bad maybe it's at like least three to one. One. At, three to one at least three to one maybe four to one and it was just they had this technique of like had this. Derek had this technique dialed in where, dude, I mean, and they were fishing right next to us, fishing the same lure, but the way that they were doing it, they were just letting the current just dangle the thing behind the boat and the fish were coming up and eating it. And basically, I'll just summarize the story by saying, Josh saw that happening (laughs) and saw just absolutely getting our buttholes kicked in by Derek and Randy for hours and hours and hours, and he just couldn't take it, honestly, and you know, we got some sour grapes out there, uh, and you know, that's just that's just how it goes, though. I mean, you know, that happens to somebody out in the river. You just kind of have to expect that. You just kind of have to deal with it. And they're still good. They're still a good person, you know. So we're gonna move on from that and forgive him for that because that's what that's what we would all want
0: in that scenario. Yeah, I threw a huge bitch fit oh, you- the whole day, dude. Just. I wouldn't say I was so man. I was, I was honestly like at one point in time, like I was like, I had had it right and we weren't catching fish. So, without any warning, I get in the console of the boat and just fire up the engine, just hammer the the throttle and throw Chris all the way in the back of the deck. (laughs) It was terrible. So, I really apologize for that bitch fit, Chris. It was. It was uncalled for. Forgiven. You're it was
2: forgiven.
0: okay. That's you cool. remained very calm, by the way. Yeah. You not one time were like, <laughs> especially when I wanted to move spots, and then you remember I caught that nineteen, and then all of a sudden I was okay.
2: You were fine. After <laughs> and that. you didn't
0: even. I didn't even want to go to the new spot.
2: No, you didn't. You. Actually I actually said.
0: Yeah. I said. I want to go. Full disclosure, I do not want to go down there. <laughs> And you proved me wrong I did
2: And uh, you're, you're welcome for that and, and you know That's just what friends do though They forgive friends each other Friends do do off. that They move
0: on <laughs> They move on We're moved on We're moving on <laughs> um, So I It was a super cool trip All sarcasm aside We had a really Interesting set of circumstances So when we got there It was low Like pretty low For the time of year and and then while we were there <laughs> literally they got like two and a half inches of rain and the river by the time we got off of it was like it was starting to really come up debris floating down the river stuff like that did it come up two feet didn't he say it came up two feet yeah it was something crazy like yeah. that from the time we got on it not not from the time we were on it the first day from the time we got on it to the time we got off of it, it was like over two feet like on the, of rise. on one day. Yeah, on one day. Yeah, yeah and it was like, there's a lot of cool things that happen. I will say this about Randy. <laughs> dude just, I don't know how he has these superpowers. <laughs> it's almost like he has some condition or something. But <laughs> dude, he can freaking find them. In any condition. He was like pointing out these spots. Like, oh yeah, when the water's at 4.8 feet, they're right here. When the water's at 6 feet, they're right here. Dude is, he's a prodigy, dude. (laughs) He freaking, I mean, to me, we got to the river and it was muddy the last day. And I was like, it's going to be a slog. Like, we're going to have trouble getting them to see. I mean, we're talking by the end of the day, parts of the river were like, no visibility. Not even not even like two inches, like it was chocolate milk, creeks pumping in mud everywhere, and uh, dude, he just knows, what, he knew where to find him. and that's, you know, the, the buggy thing was really cool, that's one of the, probably the coolest like visual thing that I saw the entire time, super neat, the kind of new techniques he showed us, um, a lot of little tidbits that he taught us, um, like, dude. A lot of stuff. But that last day when it was real high, um, man, he just, like... There's stuff that we're going to take back to Indiana and really replicate, I feel like.
2: I feel like I learned more on this fishing trip than I've learned on a fishing trip in a very long time. Yeah. It was just... It was like a master class in, like, river jet boat fishing. And... I, I mean, honestly, it was... It was uh, so, I went out with... I went out with Randy well so the first day I went out with Derek it was raining all day miserable cold raining and we fished a, a feeder Creek into the Susquehanna and we did well I mean everybody caught big fish I caught a 20 incher Josh caught a 20 incher and several fish like over 19 inches I think I had four or five fish over 19 inches and several 18s Derek caught several big big fish as well Randy caught several big fish and you know, that was great, um, and then the last by the last day, because of all the rain we had, like Josh was saying, it was chocolate milk, so I went with Randy on the last day, and I mean, there were spots we were fishing where, I mean, like Josh said, it was less than, less than six inches of visibility, two, two, three inches of visibility, and it was just, the dude was a hammer, man. I mean, he like, it made a huge difference. I mean, he, he just knew exactly where to position the boat, We were fishing with black, you know, uh, colored baits and, you know, just moving them through eddies and that kind of thing. And slow rolling, you know, big blade baits through, you know, eddies. And it was, dude, it was unbelievable. That was probably the best day of fishing we had from a size perspective. Um, And, uh, yeah, it was awesome, man. By the end of the day, though, like Josh said, the, the river came up two feet. And there were literally trees and debris and all kinds of stuff floating down the river. And I mean, it was, we were still catching fish. It was wild. So yeah, man, it was overall very, very good, very positive experience. The dude is an absolute monster out there. And uh, yeah, I'm glad we got to do it for sure. And we also did figure out that we're all afflicted with a very serious condition which I think will enter the vernacular at some point in the future, but I noticed a few different times that we were trying to talk about like normal things with each other. And it just sort of like everything that we talked about kept circling back to fishing. So we have officially diagnosed ourselves with a a condition that will at a later point Probably in a podcast or something, we'll be officially diagnosed. We'll have a doctor on. Um, it's it's almost yeah, Rainmaker Savant esque, but it's called uh, what we've we've officially termed the the condition that we're all afflicted with as Bassburger's disease. So uh, there'll be a series of, of references to it throughout, but like. The basic premise is that if you're talking to someone and they're able to some, somehow relate the conversation back to smallmouth bass fishing, it's not their fault, dude. It's a condition. It's called bass burgers, and you're just going to have to deal with it because it's 2023. <laughs> I like it. There's a, there's a spectrum of bass burgers I'm, disease. I would say I'm moderately affected by bass burgers, but I'm still able to
1: function. <laughs> I've never been functioning bass burgers. Yeah, I mean, never been clinically diagnosed, but I'm pretty, pretty confident in my self-diagnosis. And I think we all are. I think we're so. definitely we're we definitely all bass
2: burgers It's like this. It's like how many? It's like I, I caught a lot of twenties. I, I caught like 10 tw- I like caught like ten twenties and and like eight nineteens and like four. You know, it's just like that's the type
0: of stuff. You know, you're just constantly
2: going through stats. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fixation. Is a half ounce? that a
2: half ounce, ounce spinner bait or a three three eighths in three eighths ounce? Which one is
0: that? Oh my gosh. Um Well, we had a great time. I mean, uh the boat did well. No issues with anything. No rocks hit. Maybe one small one, but I
2: broke
0: a prop on my trolling. Motor. Yeah, I broke a prop on the trolling motor. Um Randy's boat's freaking sick. He has a rock proof Outboard, which I, you know, normally those are inboards, and dude, that thing Was a freaking rocket ship, <laughs> that thing was like <laughs> My god, if he wasn't, like, if he wasn't Like a competent driver, dude, I would have been Super nervous um, But yeah, I mean, I think we had a really good time, I think all, th- all three of us did um, But Derek, I'm gonna let you talk, because you're sitting back there, just I want to be a third wheel know, you're gonna, i want you to what give us your take on the trip what you thought about it
1: highlights low lights what do you think well uh, i'm first of all very grateful that i was invited had a great time uh but i think the setup was pretty cool you know the fact that we got to use chris's boat and randy's boat fishing two per boat and the fact that we switched on and off with randy so that he could he could kind of um you know taxi us to and from different spots was really cool. But I think I I you mean, know, you know, we we all of us learned a lot. And I think we brought a lot of our own knowledge definitely because there were a couple times when we, you know, several times when we were fishing together in, in our own, you know, not with Randy, but you know, me and Chris or me and Josh or vice versa, Chris and Josh, where we were able to we were able to put a, put a pattern together for sure. But Randy just has a knowledge of that river that is just otherworldly, and that's saying, to say the least, so, I mean, that dude, anyway, so I just think it was cool, I mean, talking about some of the cool things that we saw, you know, the bug eat was really cool, the fact that that river, the way that it was like, there was a distinct line of mud on one side of the river versus the other, and that had to do with, I think, a creek that was dumping in, Sherman's Creek, or was it? Well, it's just the way the current plays such a huge role in the way that, that the flow so like all of the muddy water was distinctly on one side of the river and then you go chocolate milk and then just a quick jaunt over to the other side of the river it's it's crystal clear yeah it was just wild almost and so you're
2: hand, was like that
1: too. yeah so you're really i mean it's almost like you're you know fishing in two separate conditions on in one day like I think it was, uh, was it yesterday when Josh and I was out? Josh and I went out together, and then Chris and Randy went out together. Josh and I were fishing a bank that was, I mean, pretty muddy. I mean, it was like chocolate milk. I mean, maybe not chocolate milk, but it was pretty muddy. But there, I guess there was a distinct line on the bank, wasn't it, Josh, where it wasn't as... There was,
0: yeah, the mud had pushed up all the way to the bank. Right. But the fish that we were catching
1: were like... In that... They
0: were about... Halfway, you know, I don't know, maybe like twenty yards
1: off the bank. Well, for okay, so we first pulled up to that spot, and Josh and I, we, Josh pulled the boat over. We were getting kind of ready Dude, to we start didn't fishing. Tell you about this. I mentioned it to him, but oh. <clears throat> we pulled up, and all of a sudden, it was like some kind of frenzy just went off. Like, I don't know if we, I don't think, I don't think we scared them. It, it looked like they were active. and This is, and it was muddy water, and they were these fish were like dorsal fins. Their back was out of the water, and they were chasing some kind of forage. Whether it be bait fish, I, you know, I don't know what it was, but it was, and I told Chris this, it reminds me of that video of the GTs that come out of the water to, to eat birds. I mean, that's what it reminded me of. Like, these fish like were just coming out of the water and just eat, I don't know I mean, what. It was
0: for like two minutes, yeah. and they stopped.
1: They, yeah. wouldn't
0: eat or, they wouldn't eat what
1: we were doing We tried casting to them, too. It was weird. But, it was right next to the boat. Yeah, right at the boat. But Josh and I put it put together a pretty good pattern. We were throwing chatterbaits and spinnerbaits like big single bladed, I don't know, the Colorado blade, you know, red and black and blue chatterbaits and uh spinnerbaits. And uh, it was also cool because I think you even had a several occurrences where the fish would I mean all the way to the boat. And like I had a I had one in particular where this fish, I was fishing a big red and black spinnerbait, single bladed, you know, Colorado with a big swim bait on the back of it and this fish came all the way and I watched it happen like the fish was nosed up right behind the swim bait almost like it was trying to decipher whether this was like an edible meal or like trying to get an idea of what it was he was chasing all the way to the boat and I think I was let out some kind of girlish yell (laughs) and that scared the fish off and it just like took off but it was just such a cool experience but all the while, I mean, so we're fishing this muddy water. Chris and Randy went off and did their own thing and put together a solid bag of fish. Uh, but so Josh and I cut off and went up to them to try to see if we could get on some some better quality fish. And we get up there, and it was a completely different condition. It was like stained, I would say stained, right? Stained water. It, wasn't, it was not at all muddy like what we were fishing. And it was just... It was almost like we had to. They were on a completely different pattern. They were reset. fishing. Yeah, you had to reset. It's like you you come out a different day. You're coming to like completely different waters. So you have to put it together a whole new pattern. It was just so wild. But I don't even know where, what the first question was that you asked me. I think I may I have said, like, summed what, it up.
0: What was cool about the
1: train? Yeah, I thought that. I mean, it was just. You know, overall, the area,
2: just. The area too, like the terrain. Beautiful. Yeah, it's really pretty.
1: Just. And it's that's the thing, like the, both of those rivers, the Susquehanna and the Juniata, like it's it's there's like everything looks good to like it just there is no like oh well we got it we got to motor through you know two or three miles of slack water like everything looks like it's got fish, and Pretty much everything does and have I think fish. yeah like and that's what it they were, they were these guys were saying is like everything does have fish, it's just. You know, when you're somebody like Randy who fishes, honestly, I think every single day of the year, and that's getting back to the Bass Burgers. I mean, I think we've all got it. Like, he just he just knows where the good fish are. I guess I don't know. It's it was on another level, dude. It was incredible. Highly recommended. Yeah, it was a good time. I the other you know kind of thing I
0: thought of when you were talking, Derek, is just you know how lucky that guys, in a place like that, you need to get off here, um, a place like that, just how much resource they have, like, you know, there's, in the Midwest, you have, you know, Ohio, Indiana, really even Kentucky, you know, I guess, you start getting into Tennessee, you're getting some, you know, pretty plentiful waters, Illinois, we just don't have like that those river systems down there dude are like endless like there's just so much to fish and like you know even the susquehanna dumps in the chesapeake bay you can go out there and catch stripers and stuff like there's just so much like cool stuff there and those rivers out there are just world-class smallmouth rivers and they're not you know I I, I was talking with Randy about it because he goes up the St. Lawrence River and, you know, was kind of comparing Home River to this. And I, you know, I don't, I sort of delineate the Susquehanna separate from a river like the St. Lawrence in the fact that the Susquehanna is like a free-flowing, like, river that goes, you know, through an inland area. The St. Lawrence is like basically a big channel that connects, is it Lake Huron to the Atlantic Ocean? Yeah, I mean it's just like one big channel You know What's that? It's here. Is it, here? I thought Ontario. it was Huron Ontario. Is it Ontario? Yeah. Well, essentially You know, I'm, I, I think it's A little bit Just different of a system, it's like deep water You know, it does have current, I know in some Places, but just, it's not the same This is a true Shallow, rocky, smallmouth river it, it, If you haven't been out there You should need to go check it out because it's Probably unlike anything I've ever seen. Like, just... There's nothing else out there like it. It's like... Your best... You know, cool Smallmouth Creek... Or small river... Times like... 500... And then just like... It, it looks like that everywhere. It's crazy. Um, cool river though. Cool company. We had a good time. And... Um... Stacked up... Oh! Stacked up some smally Games pieces. Uh... I think Chris, he dropped a number earlier. I think it was 20-something over, you know, 18 that he caught. 25, maybe something like that. like 21. 21, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I had quite that many, but, you know, I have somewhere in the 15 to 20 range Derek had. Derek, honestly, from just an 18 and over perspective, might have busted all of us. Um, Because he was, like, just dialed in the last two days. Um, But we all got a bunch of small games fish had a good time um yeah it's just fun fun stuff so anything else you boys want to add onto this
2: no i don't think so i just thanks again to randy thanks again to randy for uh showing us around and um shooting us the invite that was a man it was a great great experience we had a great time
1: yeah yeah just thank you randy and once again i'm gonna be you know, as far as Indiana fishing is concerned, I'm gonna be ruined for quite some time. It's gonna take a while to get back into the groove of things. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. Thank just, you, guys. Yeah, no problem, yeah, you buddy. Know, buddy. Um, you know, I'm gonna to try to get back into the swing of things pretty quick. Uh, I want to a couple of tournaments on, so wanna to to fish, if my wife won't completely murder me. Um, I said the hardest thing, man, is like when you go on a trip like this, dude. Just. You can let that bass burger just, like, out. You don't have to hold it back, dude. You get back into real life. You can, go full bass you can go full bass burgers. dude. When you get into back, you you know, I'm going to start getting into work. I'm going to start talking with the customer or something. And, dude, sometimes it's just hard. You can't help it. They ask about my tattoo. They're like, hey, what is that on your forearm, dude? I go full bass burgers on them. It's <laughs> a so the micropodos dolme. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. Had fun with you boys, um, as always. We got a our main trip we, in the spring. We moved. We kind of did this as like a spring deal, because uh, we're doing our May trip in July, which is <laughs> quite the long time when you yeah. think about it. We got a long, long ways to go, but I think it's gonna be worth it. And uh, yeah, I think that's all I have. So next time, free the fighter, free the fighter, baby,
1: free the fighter.